welcome addicts to the Halloween edition of the Pop Culture Pub, aka the PCP. I'm Carl Rowling with me. Sorry, I've got just the Pop Culture Pop. Pod. I said pod. Alright. Play it back and listen. I'll play it back. You, play it back. Streaming <laughs> 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 post. Step on. Um, I'm Carl Rowling with me as always, my partner in crime. Stuart Powell. Joining us this week, uh, return guest um, of the Reviews from the Outer Room uh, recording radio show. Me, it's Tom Senna Cook. Hi. I think you're going to say his name. <laughs> no, no, I'm letting him introduce himself. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's Tom. <laughs> and joining us from his Kevin Smith love letter or on the topic at hand is. Like the television. <laughs> um, it's interesting that you called it the, the Kevin Smith love letter because I just thought that there was you only was, one way you, to you, really love Kevin Smith and that was like. So album. passionate. Right? Absolutely. I was like, Absolutely. I was like, like if, if, if anything, it beats our. Really bad pod we never posted. That's never getting shown. It's never getting shown. We did what it. happened? So like, did you take your What's clothes off? Co- we did. It was, we it was the third. One. It was the third podcast we ever recorded. It was, and we called it. Well, we need to talk about Kevin. And yeah. Because obviously, because gotcha. this is what got us into doing podcasts. Clever boy. Yeah. I think <laughs> I was getting that that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clever girl. Um. See, so we, we decided to talk about chemistry. If we didn't structure anything. We just thought yeah. we know enough about chemistry that we can talk. Famously, we mixed the films around, we mixed roles around, there was just like, and our, our input was like, yeah, that film's good, yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. The, the, that's the importance <laughs> of like preparation, because you, no matter how much you think that you know, when someone's sitting, like, you've got a captive audience, they're going to be sat there going, you're fucking wrong. And then you don't realise, you just walk away like that. Oh, and then you get an email. We I was like shouting at the thing today, I was like, it's bronies, it's bronies. Oh, the pony I was doing it as well, walking down the street. What did I say? I was saying it was bronies, and eventually, yeah, Paul got that. It was, I bumped people who dress up as My Little Ponies. Men who love My Little Ponies. Yeah, I thought it was like sort of young men who enjoy the My Little Pony verse. Yeah, the bronies. 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 But you said brownies. I said brownies because oh. I couldn't remember. But then, I know, but then Paul remembered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was corrected. It was corrected. But I felt like that was a bit googling going on there. If you don't know what brony is, you're probably in a really good happy space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, I feel like it's really easy to mock bronies because at heart we're talking about people who have found something that yeah, all right, it may be a, a cartoon aimed at girls, but we don't live in a world where we aggressively attack young men for liking girls things anymore <laughs> we, you know, we, live, Just lightly. we live in the future and, and this that's an alright place and, um, but yeah I mean uh, that's nice brownies well I'm living really in the present and bronies are weird <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'm not sure you don't think it's very easy I don't think so yeah. if you went to like no, Comic Con I've met some bronies and there's some guys dressed as everything else they, you wouldn't notice they're no, I've, met, I've met some bronies and they are generally nice guys but they it's just it's such a weird thing but I can't say that what I mean it's a comic books and everything so everything's fair game at Comic Con yeah yeah. Um, we'll just delve straight into the littlest bit of news this week before we get into the meeting the littlest bit of news you mean Marvel swinging their massive giant cock and balls about basically that's how I said it <laughs> that's how I that's how I messaged it to it's him. literally DC Damn. have been going oh look at all no, DC DC, DC, DC got DC flipped his tiny little out. fucking clip out that's yeah, what it's got a couple of weeks ago with like these are all the films we're doing up to 2020 it's like we're going to reboot Green Lantern Still going to be shit. We're going to do a cyborg movie. Nobody really asked for that. <laughs> DC went. Look, I've got a crumbs. We're doing. Ju- we're doing. Ju- Marvel went. That's nice. I've got balls. Big nice. giant. Ones. Yeah. To put it in perspective, they've got Captain America: Civil War coming out uh, in 2016. Then Doctor Strange, rumored Benedict Cumberbatch 
He's going to be playing Doctor Strange. I think there's one of several rumours. Is anyone else? He's the one, though. No, he's the one that Marvel that they've hinted towards. going on in Benedict Cumberdax. Cumberdax. Benedict Cumberdax. Anything you say is basically the same thing. Benedict Cumberbatch's face seems to be sort of being swallowed over time and eventually he's just going to end up with a really tiny version of like his own face. Like he's on a little face and yeah. things But <laughs> everyone loves him so I'm wrong. You have to love him because he's shy. Oh, you're not a fan? No, no, I think he's very good. I just, whenever anything is hyped up to a certain level I lose interest and he is one of those people. Like a British Johnny Depp. Yeah, he's like right. a media darling. Let's get, and I'm let's, very, let's get Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, if it. someone <laughs> said to me do you know yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch Smith I'd got... go, oh yeah, he's my, you know, he's my mate. Um, but you know, in my inner circle, I'm just like I fucking hate him because he's on everything. You know, he's just sort of like, like Bradley Cooper. He's kind of, he's, he's kind of, he's got that one. thing where someone's like, oh, a couple of years ago, I think it was uh, one of the cinema, one of the film companies. If anything, they had a spare leading role. I went to Ryan Reynolds or Bradley Cooper. Yeah. They were the two. I love Bradley the Cooper. Of their Bradley Cooper cemented his love in my life with Paging Doctor Dickhead or whatever it was from the fucking. <laughs> Hangover. Hangover. I was. I loved it. And then Limitless is just there. By the way, I haven't seen this Marvel trailer, so that's fine. Is it? No, I haven't seen it. No, no, no. I'm asking. They literally unleashed like a back-to-back sort of almost mind-blowing roster of films coming up, and mm-hmm. the fact that they have sort of like capitalised on. You know the cross reference. I can, I can, I can, I can finish oh, this. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. <laughs> Then four Ragnarok, which will be the f- final of the four trilogy. Black Panther, so the, the Marvels are going to be the first to do a black, all black superhero, basically, because he's not going to be half white. Let's face it that way. Um, <laughs> Avengers. First black superhero. What about Blade? No, Blade as in like in this new universe, oh, this new in universe. seeing as where they. But is come Blade to the really book. a superhero? He's an anti-hero. He's, he's, no, he's a half-vampire. He's an anti-hero, and he's, he, uh, he's a vampire. He's not like a... Su- don't get me started on superheroes. No, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really funny about this. Yeah. Like, he's not really a superhero. No, but most superheroes don't, are not superheroes to me. Batman's not superhero. We're not getting on that again. Yeah, I know. I've heard this show. Yeah. I've heard this show before. <laughs> <laughs> um, then it's um, Avengers Infinity War Part 1. Captain Marvel, that's a female Captain Marvel, not a male one. Huh? So they're also... Uh, I believe that actually comes out before they do Wonder Woman, so they're going to be DC to the first uh, solo female mm-hmm. superhero movie. Um, then it's Inhumans, and then followed with Infinity War Part Two, which rounds up up until basically 2020. So I think they basically have blown DC out of the water of what they're doing. I know it's a lot of sequels in there, but they've also got quite a few characters I never thought they'd do a movie of. But they are like Black Panther. I've always want, I wanted a movie on personally since I read the miniseries. Is that a good thing though? Is that a bit like in Jane Sunbolt Strikes Back when they're just like they'll, they'll make anything into a comic? I Captain Marvel. <laughs> I feel that a little bit, and maybe a little bit Doctor Strange. But it's one of the things. If they're expanding this universe, it just means when they get up to the big group movies, it's just going to be a clusterfuck. It's going to work out. It's going to work out because, like last time, didn't you think Thor was rushed? Like the ones that they yeah, yeah. to get Avengers yeah. out. Yeah, it's out, and then you saw Avengers, and you know you, you creamed yourself a little bit. 
It's a, I mean that's that's that. I mean that's what the Iron Man has been the one that's been quite solid all the way through. Iron Man. The is others have been sort of skirting around. Well, you get you get your Iron Man fix in Phase Three in obviously the Avengers movie because Robert Downey Jr. is signed on for both parts now because mm-hmm. he, he announced that the Phase Iron Three Man, announcement. Iron Man basically became and the he's gonna, boy for these. The he is the guy who Marvel yeah. was friends. You know. He is the guy. Off yeah. of him and John Favreau's back, the, you have the Marvel. That's what you've been Iron Man. As you said, that's Robert Downey Jr. You've got someone else. It's Downey Jr. They wanted the younger. They wanted to go 25 for Tony Stark initially. It was only John Favreau who fought. But what I really like about it is it's not really Tony Stark. It's it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's RJ Jack. It's him being himself. It's like Jack Nicholson played the Joker. It wasn't really a Joker. It wasn't really a Joker. Just turn up and just be yourself. That's all it is. The the Avengers trailer that dropped and an extra footage that dropped literally last night during uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in America, it starts out with all of them like in the Avengers Tower where Thor puts his hammer down on like a coffee table and they all take it in turns how many Avengers does it take to lift up a yeah. hammer that's what the thing's called isn't it mm-hmm. Iron Man goes first obviously being the big brass bastard he is he tries not just like in his suit then he goes away for five seconds he's got an Iron Man glove on with the rockets repelling him off the floor <laughs> then it's him and Rhodey so Rhodey's got the uh, war machine arm on and they both can't do it Cap goes and he makes it wobble a little bit so um, you see Thor's face like oh shit doesn't someone make it move? no yeah but Captain, Captain America makes America. it wobble because he's slightly worthy giving it a go no he goes he goes like he's that towards, though, he, goes, no, he goes like that towards Black Widow and I think I don't want to find that out so badly <laughs> yeah and then, and, then it, and then Thor picks up and goes I don't think any of you are worthy and they're like oh no 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 and then um, a damaged pre-Ultron comes out and comes out with the line he's like look at you you're all puppets wrapped in strings and then just goes into a very eerie child singing the song I Have No Strings from Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, that's why it, flash, it, that flashes like, um, it flashes a proper ultra and it shows uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch showing their abilities a little bit. But the main thing of that trailer is the Hulk Buster armor. Iron Man armor shown against the Hulk. And it is, it's actually an extra armor over Iron Man's armor that actually like, clamps down and everything it looks so good I heard they only and then it ends with the in- last line of the song and then it, it's Ultron coming in and it's just a full pace full face of Ultron going there are no strings on me basically saying that he's free from the shackles that they have as superheroes I heard they only put this trailer up because it leaked and they kind of went it, okay yeah. well, we were going to show it anyway so, Marvel, so what Marvel did was release the Comic Con footage which okay. they usually never release they had to they, they had to, to. release it. No, it's only because they promised something. They need to fill that time slot in Agents of Shield mm. with something new. So they cut the trailer down and added this thirty-second bit at the beginning of them trying to pick up the hammer, which is a nice comedic bit. But it was just one of the things. Like if I saw that in the film, I think my draw would have dropped that a little bit more. Not expecting it. Really? Yeah. I think that's something. You I, love my, I love. I love. I like hu- the fact that I love the human moments. I love the mo- I like my favorite bit of Captain America: Winter Soldier is when. They're in the car and it's like, so was that the first time you can kiss since 1945? <laughs> or where did Captain America learn to hotwire a car? Nazi See, I always German. find that there's sort of elements about it kind of a little bit cloying because it's like they're, they're, um, they've got to the point where it's like if you sort of mock your own um, plot holes or sort of ridiculousness, you kind of take away from the aspect of what it's supposed to be, which is like a, a hyper-real scenario. It's like a suspension of disbelief. And I, you know, I know a bit like relief is good, but when it's so abundant, I always find it to be like we come I, to the I, cinema, I, I know, ready I, to give you our childlike wonder, and, then, and you insult us with this. And, and I, I sort of get it for both parts. And I thought if it's non-stop, I'm just like stop with the cheesy riffing and get on with. Well, yeah, that's that's 
But if you want cheesy riffing, that's why you vote for Guardians of the Galaxy. So well, I watched it. What I found, what I found, and I said to you before, was mm. like that kind of a, making those cheesy jokes in a comic book film, or making those real life mm. scenario jokes. It's kind of a Josh Whedon thing, and it's really good when he does it. But you can tell when someone else is trying yeah. to do Josh the, Whedon, and, and I, then just not doing it that well. I, like, I, I felt that a lot in the Winter Soldier. There were some conversations about him like having a girlfriend and stuff. I just felt it didn't need to be in there. And when you've just thrown someone, someone, you said that to yeah. someone who had been frozen for a long time, they'd be like, "Fuck off, you can." And thank you, Mike, for giving us the explicit tag. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. We're always explicit. We've never had one that hasn't got an explicit tag. Oh, that's that's nice to know. Yeah. Like you can dub in profanity later if you miss it out. Yeah, you have to. No, because then we'll just end up calling someone a cunt. No. <laughs> I used to have a, on my old old podcast, the first one I did. We used to have cunt of the week. Oh yeah, yeah you week. said. I remember. I listened. I listened to the old sassy yeah, cunt of the week just to see, and it was someone who just annoyed me. Like this week's cunt of the week would have been the guy who, when you come to London, right, it's universally known. You stand on the left. Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah. And you walk on the right. Yeah, no, that's the wrong way around. You stand on the right, walk on the left. Sorry. Good God! Stand on the right. I was. I see. I didn't look at my. You are everyone else's country. I know. I was like, you're always on the wrong side. Well, I was running down the. We're honoured to have you in our presence. I was oh, running no, down the left hand side. Anyway, yeah. this maybe. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, maybe that's the. No, no, no. Yeah. You're just hurling people off the elevator. <laughs> I was running down the left hand side because I was I was late for my train and I was like, "Yo, I need to get to my train." And he was like, "Yeah." And he just sort of stood there. Mm. and didn't move. Mm. And I was like, and the train pulled away, and I was like, "What?" A cunt you are. Mm-hmm. I called him a cunt, and he just sort of... It didn't even... He just... Like, water off a duck's back. I reckon people just call him a cunt all the time. Like, you should tell him, you're, you're not only a cunt, you're the cunt of the week, and I yeah. can make sure everyone knows that. make sure you're known. <laughs> like a cunt. I'm going to look for him now. I'm going to look for him. I'm going to tell the 80-odd people that listen to this <laughs> that you're a cunt. <laughs> no, but that, anyone who does that. Yeah, it really annoys me. I feel really does bad it, when it's an old lady. Does it your gears? Grind my gears. The thing is, is even if you're from, like, you know, even if you're... Most of Europe speak English. Yeah. Most of the world speak English or Cantonese. You go to another country. <laughs> that's true. You yeah, go to all Spanish. You go to another country and you go. I, I don't understand that. But every other person stood on the right hand side here. Yeah. What really and annoys me? People darting down the left hand side. You have to be some kind of like. You have to have like. Fucking well, like a, a magneto helmet of country. Like, oh, I'm just sort of like bouncing off all a normal professional off dickhead. Of my brain. I want yeah. that to be like, a t-shirt or a bumper dong. sticker. What's that? The <laughs> magneto helmet of country tree. Well, mate, well, mate, <laughs> that's, that's it. I had a guy have a go at me because I asked him to get out the way. Yeah. He was like, why don't you just, you know, don't you why? not be out the way? Don't you, why don't you have some patience? I'm like, I just want to get past him. You're actually... He wasn't even on the left or the right, so... I should in, in, in the middle. Oh, people stand oh, in the middle. Because at least if they're on the wrong side, you can kind of go around them if there's a gap. But no, this guy was just... A I hate freak. asking old people to leave. I, no, leave. leave. You're going to have to leave. Just leave. <laughs> Come on, Grandad, time to go home. But, you know... Is that on the news? Oh, and Kevin Smith shaved his beard. I, I saw that. Um, it's everyone's like, why has he done it? No, it's like it's for a movie. He's playing a monster in his but, own movie. So he's going to get his beard back. Yeah, he's growing it back now. He does look fucking young though, right? He looks like fifteen. 
Is that all? I mean, you were all beardy guys. If you all shave your beards, is that just a beard thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm about like 12 years old. Yeah, I, a little bit. I, I, I do, yeah, you do. I you do, need do to grow with the mandlebar. I don't, get, I don't get away with it as much as I used to, but yeah, definitely you do look a little bit younger. But Kevin Smith in particular, I guess because, because he also with this, he's also yeah, lost a hell of a lot of weight recently because he's given up sugar. So he's, all the weight is dropped off of it. Really? He's given yeah. up sugar? He's given up sugar. See, the thing, and he's realised that the world is a pile of shit. Despite, <laughs> despite the love letter, the one thing that made me laugh was that he once got refused to fly. Yeah, and yeah, 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 like, yeah. You're a bit of a fat cunt, Kevin. And he went, no, I'm not happy with that. It's like, well, Kevin, if you, if you have to sit in two seats, you have to pay for two no, seats. No, 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 it wasn't that. Yeah, it's not, that's not why he got No, I know, I think he generally just got asked not to. I can't Yeah, no. no. No, no, right, they said... Oh, it was because he needed a No, seat. they said to him, oh, yeah, he, he'd flown out in the same size seat, mm-hmm. and they were like, if you can't do up the seat belt, you can't sit in here. Seat belt clicks up, yeah. fine. And then they were like, yeah, no, sorry. What? I'm being a bit glib. Yeah, they did. They went, <laughs> if the seatbelt doesn't go on, you got to get off. And he went, there you go. And they went, get off that. Yeah. But, but then, then we just not like fat people. But then, <laughs> but then <laughs> on the next, on the Twitter, skinny airline. On the next flight, <laughs> yeah. they made a point of asking another fat person, like, like they singled her out, and then they sat her next to him, and he was like, "Listen, like, don't take it the wrong way. Obviously, they were just picking on you because they're trying to make an impression of because I'm like." Kevin Smith and I was kicking off and so, but so yeah. now he has not he now he's not been refused off to the plane to make segregated the fat people yeah but they like they, they brought her to they, apparently he said like they took her to the side and were like listen we'll let you fly this time but from now on you have to book two seats please make sure that you make them aware we'll that you back this size mm. yeah but they, in America if you want to be fat you can be fat like yeah. just pay for two seats but America <laughs> the thing was is that they moved the goalpost that's what it was mm. and then he yeah. went around everyone on a bus for like yeah years. see that's so no bullshit. but uh, the if, thing is though it's, you... one of the, no, it's one of those things where like someone will say right these are the conditions and you go right I meet those conditions and there's a moment where they're ashamed of what they've done because they've made a judgement and instead of going alright I'm, I'm oh, sorry right. the seat belt did up I'm sorry sir it's just like Fuck! It's like, do you know what I mean? Like, rabbit headlights. I've got to do something! Get off the plane! Your yeah. beard could be a bomb! Yeah. It's just like. Well, they're just like. He was, I don't like being wrong. I'm going to have to come up yeah. with another reason why you're wrong. He was, he was <laughs> getting on a plane back to LA from somewhere, and the guy. Have you guys seen Mike and Molly, the comedy show? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 The, you know, the fat you know, the fat guy that. <laughs> they're both getting on the same flight, and they're both looking at each other like, one of us is getting kicked the fuck off. Yeah, man. That's, no, that's all. I, I was told to keep the news light this week, so I just went. Yeah, we got flagged on by ninety nine. Adam, mm. Adam, I was going to call him Adam West then. Adam West. Adam Walcott. But Jenny, we'll let Jenny off if she's at work. We'll let Jenny off because she's at work. Yeah, Adam I was hoping she'd bring around. some fright fest talk as well because she mm. went. She went. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and she said uh, it's funny because the anecdote's gone from my mind. She saw there's a couple of guys who made the film Extraterrestrial. And I can't remember their names. Yeah. And they've got like a daft name, like the Dangerous Brothers or something like that. Which is <laughs> oh, the two brothers. Yeah, yeah, I know. The two brothers. I can't remember their names. And she said that she was like in a line, you know, she was shuffling along mm-hmm. as you come out. And she saw them and she sort of like, you know, you're all together. And she went, I liked your film. And she said they were really young. And one of them went, oh, I like your piercings. And she went, mm-hmm. 
And it was sort of, sort of quite awkward. She's like, you guys make films and you're like, you look about 12. And, um, and it, you know, it's just the nice and you have piercings and are tall. It's sort of quite, yeah, sort of quite awkward. It's so lovely. I know that they like making horror films and are sort of into alternative women with piercings. <laughs> That's kind of their thing. I can't remember what their name is. There's like the Suicide Brothers. The oh, Angry Brothers. Like I can't yeah, remember yeah. their fucking name. I can't remember. Um, anyway, but yeah, I was hoping she would bring some of that chat. And um, like uh, Halloween has always been quite sort of a special time for me because I've always just really liked you know that sort of smell of just like it just smells of burning leaves all of the time. It's Halloween, <laughs> and like that feeling of sort of dread and, and like night closing in. And and I've never really been into the Halloween tradition like trick or treat, but just that whole feeling of like it feels like your world like your time on earth is getting smaller you know like the changing of the clocks yeah. and, the, and then just like fire like we all become pagan all of a sudden like burn something on the fucking bonfire and it's just like a really sort of creepy and mysterious time we go for months in the darkness for winter that just like I was gonna say days, thing... beach times mm. Autumn. Winter's different. People say they like winter. I don't think they really do. People don't really like winter. I like autumn. We like autumn. Yeah, we lo- and that's because it's a, it's a transitional period. It's it's kind of yeah. The clocks are changing. It's not quite summer. All the leaves are kind of appearing out of nowhere, just on the ground. That's it. It's all beautiful. I love like, winter. Um, traffic light yeah, trees, green, amber, red. <laughs> it's all beautiful. It's all like oh, and it's not quite. It's not quite cold. It's like gonna put my jumper on put the fireplace on have a hot stew and then it's like winter and it's everyone's yeah, winter's like you know what I fucking hate winter because all them cunts with a winter is coming that's what you know what's yeah. coming <laughs> Facebook yeah. next month that's gonna be it's gonna be you know what's coming yeah it's you know what's coming that's what's coming no it's just <laughs> a, it's just like when um it's like you heard snow and you've heard that there's snow really near you and it's moving towards you everyone puts that fucking picture of Sean Bean up from Game of Thrones <laughs> The fucking snow statuses are coming. Oh, my God. Uh. I used the Sean Bean once for... You know that one does not walk into more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my friend had never heard... And I think it was actually me and you were together on the night this came alive. Mm. Thumbing in a softie. Thumbing in a softie? Thumbing in a softie. See, and my friend Connor had never heard... See, you're looking at me puzzled now. I'm not sure what you that is. You don't know what thumbing in a softie. So, I think I do, but so I don't really want to... the next day, on his Facebook wall, <laughs> I put up Sean Bean... One does not simply thumb in a softie. Thumbing in a softie. Oh, okay. But there it's not it quite there. And just, <laughs> I like, thumb it in. If you're, listening, if you're listening, it's sort of quite suggestive, physically suggestive here. Like, you can have to just make up that. Yeah, it's because you spoke it. Because you were like that. Like, the how many words are like, oh, thumbing in a softie. There it is. I was like, I thought you were saying like it was some. Did you think of, I was saying something else? Yeah, it's like Fumina Softy. Fumina Softy. It's a country. It's a country thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like we went from autumn to that. Yeah, like about a minute. I love autumn. <laughs> I love autumn. It's a beautiful right. time. Yeah, we've got thumbing <laughs> things. What soft. segment do you want to do first? We can do casting couch, or we can do the game that I. Let's got. do the game. You want to do the game? Because I quickly segment into the game. I sat and watched Frankenhooker this week. Did you enjoy yourself? Wow. I, I don't even know what to say how about that film. Have you ever seen the Frankenhooker? No? No, but I'm, I'm going to look it? for a link. You've oh, no, I'll, let, I'll lend you it. I had to yeah. buy it. It was well expensive. Because it's not a... It's a B-movie. It Some B-movies are expensive. It got re-released a couple of years back Didn't by it? Arrow. And if you get their version, you get the special features. And it's I've like got all the special five, features. Yeah, yeah. It's like six, yeah, but six quid for a... Oh, is that what you mean? That's expensive. That's expensive for me. Because like that calibre of movie is Pound Shop Arrow. Pound shop horror. He's a C E X guy, like I am. No, I, yeah, I had to get it off eBay, and it's just 
Emma but. showed Becca it a few years ago, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not watching this shit. And then I was like, I'm going to watch it. Now. And then you got the taste for bullshit. Yeah, and then I got the taste mm-hmm. for it. But Which leads in nicely to the name okay, of okay. my game. BM or BS? B-movie or bullshit? I went, I, I, went on, <laughs> I went onto the internet and I thought, you know what, there's some awfully titled B-movies. I'm pretty sure I can come up with worse or equally bad sounding B-movies. So, some of these are real and some of these I literally made up on the fly. Okay. I've got cool. ten. Uh, you, would you like to do it individually or would you like to group together and decide if it's so real or fake? Collectively. Collectively, yeah, collectively, yeah, the group. collectively. All right. If we don't <laughs> guess it correctly together, we lose a point, I guess, for each ten. Alright, so we'll go I'll keep score and everything, because why the fuck not? Alright. First one Bird Demic, Shock and Terror. That's Easy. real. Bird That's definitely Demic. real. Yeah, I'm going for that. Only because the you added the tagline on this. Yeah, it's a tagline. Yeah. That's what's going to give you away, I think. <laughs> I know, but that's not a tagline. That's actually the full title. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> terrible. You can't have that. There's no colon, no parentheses. It was literally called Birdemic Shock and Terror. Amazing. Okay, yeah. Um, have you got any synopsis of these? Is that uh, basically... I mean, no, just uh, titles. Is that basically titles? the bird? Uh, no, I, I, the I know, what do you think that's about? That's the best thing. No, I, I, did, I know a little... I did look into... Is it basically the birds? It's basically the, it was a, a B-movie that came out a couple of years ago during the height of the bird flu and what, yes! happened, what, what would have happened if, <laughs> what? if it, it was a killer virus, a basically. Movie. So, zombie birds. Gotcha. I love it. Alright, they came from Uranus. That's, That's true. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with that. It sounds like a porn too. It's too thingy for you. I think, yeah. You, you going with true? Well, I don't know. It's Made it up! Oh, oh right. Well, then it should exist. It sounded so obvious. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there are different versions of it. There's a game called They, Cam- they Came From Uranus and stuff like that, but... It, there's <laughs> no B-movie. But there's no B-movie. Damn. Oh. Rock and Roll Nightmare. That's got to be right. There's yeah. loads of those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. So. You going with yes? I think so. I think it's, it's Canadian. It's, it's real. Yeah. Yes, and it is Canadian. Yes, it's a really. It's about a is rock that band that gave their soul to Satan, and then every time they perform, the audience. Does. Is that the one that's got like Alice Cooper? No, that's no, Vampire. Vampire that vamp- that's Vampire, vampire Rocks. Rocks. Okay. Or vampire Suck. No, Vampire, vampire Rocks. Rocks. So this is something yeah. that Canadians do. They make yeah. a lot of horror. That's a really. Good, rock I really and roll like that. Yeah. I thought it was quite Ginger Snaps is Canadian. Isn't it? Ginger Snaps is. Yes. Have you seen Ginger Snaps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen it. Brilliant. Becca's well, dad always anyway. says to me, like, oh, you need to watch yeah, it. you might as well watch it. Is it? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. It's real because I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it every Christmas. Do you? Yeah. It's real. <laughs> and he doesn't conquer the Martians. It's, he goes and he helps them. So oh. it doesn't even make sense of the fucking title. Spoiler. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, but uh, things go wrong. So, you know, watch this film. There's more Killer stuff. Robots from Planet Hex. BS or BM? Tend to say it's Bullshit. true. But, um, not on Mikey, you got the no, I don't think so. No, I think you've made that up. I made that up. <laughs> That's a good name, that. <laughs> I know. Okay, um, Ghost in the Invisible Bikini, BM or BS? No, that's got to be BS. BS? Ghost in the Invisible Bikini. That doesn't make any sense. A ghost would be invisible anyway. That'd be like... Just nothing. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, I can't this see might you. Be the best I'll put on this bikini. It's not be the best. Yes, oh, your bikini's invisible as well. I think it's, I think it's bullshit. All right, there's two bullshits. 
It's real. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought it was so stupid that some, What's it about? sometimes the truth... It's exactly a ghost in an invisible bikini. No, it's about a, um, a girl who dies in passion, a pageant show and she comes back and her clothes are basically killing people. It's like yeah. making them disappear. What a, I d- I what d- a conceptual idea. That's brilliant. <laughs> Rat Fink and Boo Boo. BM or BS? Isn't Rat Fink a um, cartoon? This is like... That was Batfink. Is that Batfink? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is weird, because I don't even know what the hell that... Would... At least I'm a ghost yes. girl and invisible yes. bikini. I can imagine what that is. one yes. It's I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go yes. It's real. <laughs> it's a really bad B superhero uh, tragedy, basically. Because okay. it's not funny. It's a tragedy. Right. Well, how... When... What year? What decade? It was like in the 70s. Okay. That's where you can get away with having a psychic called Boo. Or like a little bear with a bow tie. No, it was, <laughs> no, it was a guy. In a, it was like a guy in a, like a red suit. And the main hero was in like a rat furry outfit. Cool. Never want to see that. No. <laughs> Rubber. BM or BS? It's real. Yeah. It's, uh, Mr. Oizo. Famously, uh, guy made uh, flat uh, sort of flat beat with. Um, oh, Mr. Oizo. Flag. Do yeah. do 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 do. Yeah, he's the director of Rubber. Mm-hmm. About basically about a satanic tire. No. It's really that film is like proper meta as well. It's like not only is it a film t- that's about this tire, but also it's about like in the film you you have an audience watching the film that oh, you're watching, right, okay. and so it's sort of what, like mystery science theater. It's like one of those things where you got a guy who's like, "I'm going to make a film," and then you think that sounds really good, like you should make a film. It's like, "Fuck that." I'm going to make the film about the commentary about the film. And oh, right. like, he just goes one further before he's even made his sort of first big. Fi- he's made other films and directed other films, music, but that's the one that really sticks out in my mind because you're watching it and you're just going, like, because you expect just a film and you just go, oh god, this is too heavy already for my brain to take oh, on. That's good. Because you, you think make, it's going to be stupid. You can make sequels just based on right. Now we're going to have the next one's going to be people watching people that watching. film. Yeah, <laughs> so it's so just cuts the mic going. <laughs> fuck am I watching <laughs> <laughs> just alone and sad oh it's too heavy I just want to see some actual how many we got left two more okay yeah. sorry Roger the dog's dead BS or BM sorry Roger I'm going to say BS, BS? I'm going to call BS let's say BS yeah it's BS that's something you would come up with yeah right? I'm sorry like Roger really the dog's dead like, yeah. yeah I think I the kids <laughs> <sequel>. basically <laughs> basically <laughs> Alright, this is the last one. A nymphoid barbarian in Dinosaur True, Hell. it's a tremor film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't think this through, did you? No, but to be we fair, thought, oh, to be fair you, have got, you thought my titles have been correct and you have got things wrong. You've got five out some of, of your, Some of your films I would yes. love to see. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite one out of the ones I came up with was Killer Robots from Planet Hex. Yeah. <sighs> Isn't that like a Plan 9 from whatever? Isn't that like the worst movie? Plan 9 from Outer Space. A lot of these were taken from the the worst titled films ever. Have you seen it? There was was one called... Literally, five S's. It's it's about snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Snakes on a train. You should have rolled with that. And and there's also... Which is about a reanimated caveman. You should have done those two, but I would have made up one which was like, bah! Yeah, yeah, and then we would have said, it's true, it's just based on it. Like Black Sheep. Have you had Black Sheep? Yeah, Black Sheep. Oh, God. I know, but I wanted to actually movie. go with like, proper titles, not just sound effects. <laughs> just we sound have, effects. We have a mild um, bio problem. I need to go to the toilet. Oh. I've been trying to put it off. And Do I just go? You know, I'm going to slip out. You carry on. I will just pause. I'll slip back in and make it. There's no need to pause. 
Yeah. You, don't, you don't even need to cut and paste. I'll be like a ninja. Be like a piss ninja. You won't even know it's happened. Alright, now we're coming back into the casting couch. We When Tom was on last, yep. we said we wanted to do him for a Halloween episode because they just um, talked about Expendables, like the premiere. Well, no, that was when I was on your show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Expendables 2... No, Expendables 3, three when they yeah. had the tank. tank. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. And I said, well, we should do... Uh, no, Bill Cap... Uh, Bruce Campbell wants to do a horror version of The Expendables, yep. was the article we talked about on the show. And it was like, when, next, when we do the Halloween episode, when we do Casting Couch, we'll do what we, if we were choosing horror, horror characters to be in an Expendables-like team. So we said, like, six people, who do you have in the Expendables, in your horror Expendables, basically? Well, this is sort of weird, because I didn't, I don't think I understood the concept. No, I didn't really get it. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I didn't know whether you wanted, like, if I had a sort of, because the Expendables are kind of like a special agent extraction unit of, uh, you know, in a task force. <laughs> yeah. so, you like, so I was like, so you, you want serial killers who will save people, is that what you're saying? That really, yeah, but also all like, oh, we need to fuck up some peeps. All right, like, the, the horror team up then. Well, the way you the horror it, Expendables it, was just a nice title. The way you kind of said it to me was a bit like if you had an Avengers team. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kind of tried to think of it in terms of not just who's the biggest badasses, not just a Freddy versus Jason scenario. Mm. Yeah. Like who's who would win in a fight, but more like if I did create a super team and they all had these very superhero cliche personalities, which slasher villain would represent the, that kind of thing? Basically, That's the yeah. way I win. Basically, you know? yeah. Well, I thought that it might be people in horror that survived because they would technically be, be the badasses. And I was like, no, that's too niche. It's yeah. got to be horror. That's just a lot of final girls. Yeah, that's just a lot of feisty women. With Jamie Lee Carter. I was like, I, I've already been in the office this week. I'm going to, you know, do the opposite. So, yeah, I understood it's horror yeah. creatures. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Then. Yeah, All right, yeah, then yeah. I'm happy with my choices. Oh, I'm not, because I'm just going to go off the fly. I'm not, I, I don't know horror people. I know, like, Freddie Jason. Yeah. That, well, they're we're both in my list. Um, Michael Myers is. Well, yeah. go on then. If you've got, if you, go on, you if you're not sure, and Carl's very sure about what it is that. No, well, no. What I, what I have in my team. Oh, wait, hold on. There's a there's a little niche catch to this. Oh yeah, there are two rules. There's two rules. If you can't, there's, these are the no. These rules are apply because they're late for rules. No, no, no. Because <laughs> the rules only apply once we're here. If you can't, if we can't agree, if you can't agree on the final six, Nicolas Cage has to be in there. Just Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Because he lacks in anything. Okay. And who was the other one? And um, Michael Parks. Oh, Michael Parks, yeah. He was the other one, but... Is that if we had... If we, if we couldn't decide... Because we used to do a lot of heroes and villains and that. If you couldn't decide on someone to be your hero role, it had to go to Nicolas Cage. And if okay. you couldn't decide on someone to be your right. villain role, it had to go to Michael okay, Parks. Okay, so, so as you picked, like, um, the standards, tell us which uh, ones you've I- got. Any particular order? No, any, no particular order. So, like, just go on then. Reel I off the with, first one. I went with uh, Freddy Krueger. Of course, but yeah, Dream Master. But why in particular? Everyone chooses Freddy. I, w- I went for Freddy because I'm I'm not a fan of, like, the horror ones of Nightmare on Elm Street. I like the really campy, like, we're just making laughs now. We know mm-hmm. that we're a joke, Freddy Krueger. Like, Freddy vs. Jason, Freddy... Uh, Dream, dream, Even early master. Now, he's dream, quite dream, dream, yeah. Jason. More like dream, the later, yeah, dream, dream, yeah. like dream master, um, dream child. When you know, even the dreams were very funny. For there were supposed to be nightmares, and he's a chef. He's a, <laughs> he's, a he's a he's a black and white uh, noir villain. He's got a, he's got the fucking game controller in his arm. It's funny actually because no one ever really picks up on the fact that you, while that stuff's quite campy and strange. Freddy does tap in on the things that make people unique, and they are 
um, dreams that people would be... I mean, we dream about the things that we love and we're interested yeah. in. And all of his dreams are the things that kill us. Our obsessions yeah. are what kill us yeah. in, in Freddy's world. But it made me laugh because I, I personally picked... I'm, I'm going to actually try and go later in the hopes that you'll like my choices yeah. as sort of an anti-hero to your choices. Um, Freddy's definitely dream warfare, isn't yeah. it? Sometimes it's like how we get them... We'll get them in their dreams. Like, they can't even sleep. Like, we can get them right. in their yeah. dreams. It doesn't matter. Everyone's got to go to bed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Every, even Robocop goes nap-naps. Yeah. So, like, every, everybody has some downtime. And I didn't... I, Freddy was in my original lineup, but he's not anymore. Interesting. But I knew other people would choose him. Just, they'd have to, because he's in terms so... Of, if I could just comment on terms of, like, how good he is in the dreams. He's better in the dreams in the earlier films than his later ones. And that's because in the earlier ones, the dreams are a little bit more surreal and don't make a lot of sense. Well, they're sort of like dreams, aren't they? So, you know, like, initially, there's one scene where he's walking down in any way with really long arms. Yeah. And that's kind of kooky and creepy looking. Mm. And it's never explained why he does that. It's just like in a dream, stuff happens. Whereas the later ones, it's like... It's like when he cuts himself open and maggots are there. Whereas the later ones are just... So, like, obvious, like, oh, this kid's really into computer games. I wonder what his dream's going to be. Oh, look, it's a computer game oh, based dream. Okay. Oh, this kid's really into motorbikes. Oh, look, his dream's all about motorbikes. Everyone forgets yeah. about Tina in Nightmare on Elm Street. Tina is the person who really, like, have a, uh, sort of have a lack of um, Nancy's the one who we remember, but Tina's the one mm. who's really tortured for a long time. Yeah. Mm. She describes not getting any sleep, and Freddie's really torturing her. She, she's the one who's, like, running up the stairs and... It's just goop, goop, yeah. Classic, classic dream stuff. We always forget about Tina. Mm. She's the one who actually got like stalked and harassed <laughs> by Freddy. Nancy's just a fucking. Do you know what I mean? She's just like a hipster, just trying to get in <laughs> on the action. She's. I was there. into. I was into Freddy having being in my dreams before it was cool. That's it. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and have you met my boyfriend Johnny? Depp? <laughs> he seems like an obvious choice, Freddy, because we just all know him as. Well, the Dream Master, but also he, he's just prevalent. Like he's one of those mm. horror characters who sticks with us. He's just there, yeah. and you couldn't not have him. And so I was, my gambit was like, everyone's going to mention Freddy. He's just going to be a choice. So he didn't go on the list. I've I've been went with similar vein to Freddy. I went with Pinhead. I went with mm-hmm. Cinnabite. Do you know what? I thought about Pinhead too. But also, he's a bit shit. He is a bit shit. But, but, but only because he symbolises so much and does so little in the Hellraiser series. He really he's doesn't like, do a lot. I'm really scary. Alright, cool, bye. Like, everyone tries to... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, don't you want my puzzle box? Please, please open it. Please. The later please. the series goes on, the less he does. I swear there's one. I Isn't he not Revelation one? Where he's No, he, he appears literally at the end. Yeah, that one where he appears yeah. at the end. And I remember That's watching like, that, and then I was just like, what the fuck am I, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> and then right there, he just they open the door, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm Pinhead, and then like, credits. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? This isn't a, yeah. A Hellraiser. I've, yeah, I've gone, I've gone, one, I've gone uh, two Universal Monsters. I okay. Because he's a personal favourite of mine, I did have gone Creature from the Black Lagoon, because mm-hmm. I've, I've always loved like the aquatic villain, and, and, and this is the thing. So how, would he, you use, never... how would you use Pinhead and the creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. in a tactical situation? I've got issues with this. I've got, I've got, I've got. <laughs> he's like the Aquaman of um. Basically, yeah. No, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted... Aquaman. He's way tougher. Than <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I I will show you the issue where I I prove that Aquaman is a badass. Um, but. I just love. I, I want one water warfare because you know he is the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. The, yeah. That's all right. Of course, the water warfare aspect and Pinhead. I just want Operation. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't 
I just, I just, because he's he... weakness that he has to kind of be unlocked. Yeah, that's like, the only thing. So it's like a trick, isn't it? It's just like, could you just, um, I just damn this Rubik's cube? And you yeah. say, this isn't a Rubik's cube. This is the lamentation we, box. Yeah, creature from the Black Lagoon. You say he's good in water warfare. This, that's what how this I is just, This is just the pets at home coming out. You can't. You can't just put saltwater fish in fresh water and <laughs> they'll die. Well, I was going to say jaws, but then what happens if you've got like a naval what fleet? What about It's just like jaws against a naval fleet. It's like, oh, jaws, you're pretty big and tough, just bocking against the side of a submarine. I don't know how, I don't know how <laughs> useful creature. Pitch Blackwing's quite selfish. He doesn't really. He, he just isn't. He's just an animal. He just wants to eat his food. Yeah. Then uh, still a human woman pretending to have sex with. He's not like a conscious being. I like him like, now more, you've just said that. I like that. I like how it's he's not like creature from so like there's good. no mistake. It's that he's definitely going to fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely he's, he's definitely what he is. He's not using her for meat or because he's in well, okay, dresses. But my, my point, is that, my point is that I don't think you can give him a command or say, so what's your input into this mission? He'll just go, I guess in this scenario, we definitely like to think that we've managed to obtain these creatures for our benefit. We've been to have like... It's a very cabin on the woods kind of thing. We've got the mean, we've got the mean uh, cells That's ready to really unleash. They're our minions. Yeah. Okay. So, um, um, I also I went, with, I, went, I went with Frankenstein. I went with Frankenstein. You mean Frankenstein's monster? Yes. Oh, come on. I love Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Frankenstein's <laughs> monster. <laughs> what is Frankenstein's monster's name? Frankenstein's it's monster. a monster. 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 Yeah. I know. Is that it? Just That's monster. It. But everyone calls him Frankenstein. So, I know. I know that part. It looks like he was troubling you for a second. Yeah, the man who called the monster. What is actually his fucking name? Like the monster. A, he's not called Frankenstein. Actually, what's his name? Then? It's Frankenstein. The yeah, then call him monster. <laughs> you just be like, oh, Frankenstein's not my name. What are you? The De- human. Derek. It doesn't make any <laughs> but sense. But no one ever asks. That's it. That's it. Most people just call him Frank. That's the problem with being. Like, you know, the child of Frankenstein. That's the thing with angry villagers with pitchforks. <laughs> and t- they don't take the time to talk. <laughs> they just it's, harass you and give you shit. It's just stab, stab, hang, hang. It's all stabby with you people, isn't it? Pitchfork, pitchfork, pitchfork. <laughs> no, he, yeah, and traditionally in, like, particularly B-movies, like, they're not, not they're necessarily... Just they're just calling Frank. Well, not necessarily with things. the original Boris Karloff ones, yeah. but in later editions, like, as you get into 50s, 60s, 70s B-movies, the Frankenstein monster becomes more... Owner of an elaborate villain or an elaborate hero, you can do like particular. What's that? I Frankenstein bullshit that came out last. That's actually year. a really good point because With, um, all, it's like. Is anyone ever heard the expression "the Midas touch"? That song. The point is that Midas touch is a curse. It means that you know in the story, King Midas touches his most beloved, you know, person, which is his daughter, and turns her to gold. It's a curse. And it's the, you know same, it's the same for, with for the modern kids. It's like that guy Frankenstein is a beast. He pulls apart <laughs> parts and then he makes a sort of monster, yeah. some kind of spazzer monster that doesn't even contemplate his own existence. And it's like that's what's so horrific is actually ghoulish well, by definition. He's, he's really nice to that girl who just you know, pushes her into the river. Well, he doesn't even mean to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the point. It's like Doctor Frankenstein's a terrible person because he creates this creature that that <clears> could be human but isn't. Because he's made up of this the composite. I saw parts. something the other day, and it was like knowledge is knowing that Frankenstein's the creator, but wisdom's knowing that Frankenstein's the monster. Yeah, it's really yeah, pretentious, yeah, like yeah, bumper yeah. sticker t-shirt thing, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it is truth. The idea is that the creators 
the real monster, and yeah. the monster's just some bloke, and it's not that's his fault. So, yeah. 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 That's, that's so Twilight Zone. So cool. Turns out the monster is man. Yeah, the monster's yeah. man. <laughs> the monster smash. Like he doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. In later on. films, the monster just does just become smash, smash, smash. Yeah. After yeah. oh, this talk, I've completely blanked on my last two. We're we're four. What? Okay. I've completely so you've got you can't two '80s guys. You got Pinhead and Freddy. Um, you've got two universals. I think if you're going to go something different, I, if, we're, if we're modern times, because there's not really any, there's no. You've got to put the bow from Saw in it. Yeah? No, I was going to say Jigsaw, Jigsaw as like an evil for, a, for a torture expert. Then he is. Let's be fair. And Richard, the original Jigsaw was did become a bit of a torture expert. I suppose it's just because I if we need to don't like the films if, rather than I don't you, like the you character. You saw the first one, right? I saw the first one, But, but um, yeah. later on or early on, did you see it when it first got released? Because it was quite a good... I saw it I when did, it got but released. then I bought it recently in a charity shop and rewatched it thinking... Because in my head I remember it being a lot better and I rewatched it and it just... It, it has aged badly, and, mm. I, mm. and particularly it's because the other ones in my mind is ten year anniversary. I actually made a correlation that Carrie Elwes was in it because I saw it and watched yeah. it and went, "That guy's familiar for some reason." All of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, Wesley from the Princess Bride mm. slash Robin Hood," yeah. and I just sort of was like, "Oh, it's you." Like, and, and, and that like, kind of puts you off. Yeah, and it's just weird that like, you're going, like, "Oh God, <laughs> you, like you are this sort of quite." silly character in all your other films that you're big in, and all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, I'm a tortured doctor." Um, Turn so, surgical psychopath. It's funny actually because the the puppet, uh, Jigsaw's puppet, yeah, really. comes up quite often. But it's just a it's when just it, a facet. Of when, yeah, when you look up like top killers from movies or something, they always say Jigsaw and then show that puppet. I'm like that puppet's got nothing to do. The whole no. people dress up as, the, as puppet. the puppet for Halloween, and that pisses me off. I'm like, that's just like something he has. That's yeah, like that's something going he Going dressed up he as, as, like that as, as, as Jason's machete. No, it's just you know, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, It's not quite gloves. the same. You have to miss the point. <laughs> but my thing with Saw is, I'm not dissing on your choice. It's just like, I've never liked torture porn. It's no, fine, no. I get to rip your choice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I got my choice. Porn, watertight. The first, I would say they are. Later on, later on, The Saw films and the Hostel films are basically sparked this idea of torture porn. Someone used the word to describe it. Because there's, a, there's an actual film with Danny Dyer in about torture porn. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, it's not like a snuff movie. That, you know? yeah, yeah, all right. No, no, torture porn is just like, like so in the 80s, you would you say, oh, these films are just about gore. Yeah. And, you know, torture porn's the same. To me, it's kind of like Saw felt a bit like a sort of weaker version of Seven. Like, I remember what my big choice was. Like, Seven is a very, very dark film where you see these terrible crimes, and Saw is like, it's kind of in that similar vein, but it's a little bit poorer in terms of, right, it's um, more pedestrian because it's like, oh yeah, that's disgusting. Let's actually just show you what that would look like. Mm. And in a sense, I, I sort of get that because Seven does everything that it needs to do in a film. It's such a good film that you can mm. go back to time and time again. Well. That's yeah. the best thing about but it, I mean, it's Seven. You he sort of go out like, it's, it's you know, it's just Seven. But you go back and you watch it, and it really is an immersion. It's always raining in Seven. Yeah. It's always dark. There's a grime that floats over you, and Saw is nasty and cheap, and it's over very quickly. It's all like bang, 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 bang. What, I, scene, scene, what scene, I do scene. like about Saw, though, I, don't, I can't remember if they do this in the later films, but the use of colours yeah. is really good in Saw mm. to create mood. So, you know, like bright green lights and bright blue lights. I like when films do that. Yeah. So it's just playing on this emotional... See, the thing I always think about... Bad rap. The thing because I think about Saw, though, right, is the guys... How many people write, write Saw? Is it like two, three people? It was quite a few over a period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the guy who came up with the first Saw 
Yeah. He, he wrote the first two. With he nothing was... but crayons in a fucking padded room. Same with the guy who came up with Hostel. That cunt needs to be like in a padded. I wouldn't trust that fucker. <laughs> you the guy, no, the guy, the guy who wrote Human Centipede. Okay, they all need to go. Based on that. The guy who wrote Human Centipede is the cheeriest German you'll ever meet in your I life. I know, yeah. I've to seen be fair, that, there's only like. That's a long. That's a short list of Germans, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> 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 Cheery no, Germans. No, but he's just like. I'm so happy they made a South Park out of it. Takashi Miike, like if we basically locked him up, we wouldn't have happiness with Cat Curry's or Audition or Itchy the Killer. We wouldn't have these amazing, mind-blowing films that come out of that. And he was asked, why do you make these films? And he says, well, most of the time, I'm very, very calm and relaxed. And I think it's because I, I'm allowed to take this darkness in me and put it out into film. He's allowed to take his nightmares and these, these cruel and weird thoughts and this vindiction and evil and put, really it, love put it in cellular. He's like, I'm gonna, it's out there now and it's, it's out of him. Like He pushes it out, out of his system. Ed King just needed world. a journal. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, just needed, he just needed a nice yeah. book. Something no, to, no, yeah. that, that, that's... Very similar with what Lovecraft did because he had night terrors and everything. He just translated what he had in his dreams onto paper. That's how you got like Cthulhu and stuff. Like you got one more choice. Brilliant. One more choice. Sorry, and yes. this is and these these truly scare me. They're not horror, and I generally am fucking frightened of them. The fucking Teletubbies. What? All of them. All of them. All they're, four. All four. They are fucking evil bastards. They live in a hill far away. How do you know that hill's not near you? <laughs> I think that there's a baby in the fucking sun. Some of them were really scary when they, when it was just one on they its own. They got televisions in their one. stomach. Eugenic freaks. When it was just one, when they were messing around together, they weren't scary. But when it was just one on its own, it's a bit sinister. And it? then when they break down the fourth wall and turn around and look at you, yeah. and then say something like da, 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 that's pretty yeah. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I stick by the Teletubbies. Yeah. Controversial, but yeah, yeah. controversial it, yeah. choice. That's probably the least. <laughs> That's the one I had the least problem with. Yeah. Like, yeah, I see yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <To be> honest, <laughs> you, thank yeah, you. they are terrifying. Thank you. That's, that, I'm good, and I'm just going to need to be quiet for a minute because I just remember the territories. That's alright, man. I'm going this. It's fine. Alright, then. Let's pick your choice of the shit. Okay, good. Well, firstly, I applied some rules to myself. <laughs> okay. Alright. Okay. Um, I decided, for a start, um, that I wasn't going to... I was going to stick mainly to 80s and early 90s slashers. Slash villains. Okay. The main reason being that, um, to me, oh, thank you, that was the golden age of, like, the almost, like, celebrity killer. So, as we've already said, people like Freddie, people like Jason and stuff. Before that, it was less about having a poster child for your franchise. Mm. But since then, it was like, you know, you couldn't have Halloween without Michael Myers. You it couldn't was, have it was less about having a franchise back yeah. then. And and then the and then the later ones such as Jigsaw and Ghostface and stuff I kind of they don't quite have the same panache or whatever, um, so I didn't include modern ones, um, and I didn't I chose to avoid Universal ones, but not because they're bad they're awesome. But I think you either have, if you do Universal you either have to just do Universal, or do modern mm. for me. I didn't I, I couldn't imagine a scenario where the Wolfman and Pinhead occupied the same universe. If not, I will, yeah. write, I will write that for a radio play. No, that sounds... Well, I'll, yeah. t- I'll talk about that, because I definitely... Um, I echo your thoughts about that, the idea of Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Like you have every monster at your disposal mm-hmm. in, a, um, in, in a flask, in a giant flask, yeah. and you just go... And then out they come. So, carry on, because that's definitely where I was. No, no, yeah, because obviously Cabin in the Woods did a great job of that. Mm. But in my head, I was like... Never seen it yet. Thank you again, Josh. You, you have to. Okay. You have to see it. 
Basically, basically that's how um, they got. That's how Chris Hemsworth got on Marvel's radar. This is how I'm going to warn you all now. My six are going to blow your minds. Believe me. It better blow my mind. They're but they did Nicolas Cage with Nicolas Cage, and it was fucking hilarious. And my other, my other rule that I applied to myself was I. And you did this you is not way too serious. I did. I got notes in my bag. I, that I made serious <laughs> Was that they have to be supernatural? And the only reason I applied this rule isn't that there aren't awesome non-supernatural people such as Hannibal Lecter, mm. but it just seemed a bit unfair to have Hannibal Lecter again occupying the same world as as Freddy Krueger. Because if they if they go into a scenario where they're going to fight, it doesn't matter how awesome Hannibal Lecter is, he's going to die. So mm. I just felt it was a bit uneven. So I kind of went right. And that's, also, yeah. that's interesting because mine were like a dream team whereby I would need them for different aspects. So I have. Um, well, let Tom finish his. Yeah, but I. No, no, no. But yeah, I yeah, agree I with that because I was just like because I just break my own rules. Because I was like Jaws in Jaws. But then that's it, and I just imagine the shark just going, and then going, yeah, alright, we're, we're a ninja army, we're never going to go in the water. That's, that's, that's something that Chris from the Black Lagoon has over Jaws, he can get out of the water for a bit. But, but I just, <laughs> I also thought the same thing, but of course you say you break your own rules, so let's say it right. Okay, well, f- before I even get into my talk, yeah, I did take this too seriously, I want to give some honourable mentions to people who didn't make the final cut. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay. Dum, dum, dum. Okay, no particular order. This is like a watch mojo. Okay. Video. Tallman from Phantasm. You familiar with the Phantasm yeah, franchise? Yeah, yeah. Again, not everyone is, so already it's kind of a little bit lower down on the radar. Um, but Phantasm, for those who don't know, it's awesome. You've got this guy called the Tall Man, who is this sort of mystical intergalactic person who basically can st- steals bodies from our world, takes it to a different planet. It's a bit bizarre, but you have to see it. He has these awesome, his sort of weapon of choice is kind of like, you know, David Bowie in the labyrinth had those weird crystal ball things. Mm-hmm. He has like metal balls. And when it, and he, they launch at people, and then they open up and they have like a screwdriver in or um, a blade or something, and they kill you that way. He's awesome, and the films are awesome, but the reason he didn't make the final cut is because, you know you're about Pinhead not really doing anything? Mm-hmm. Tall Man literally does nothing. Mm-hmm. He just turns up, looks a bit creepy, and then crazy shit happens, but he literally doesn't do anything. Okay. At least Pinhead talks and does some crazy shit once in a while, but Tall Man didn't, so he didn't make the final cut. Same, basically the same reason. Reverend Kane from the Poltergeist films. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's pretty awesome. But there's only three Poltergeist films. He's not even in the first one. They only invented him in the second one because they didn't know how to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. So they just went, "I oh, will just say it's some crazy demonic preacher." And he's awesome in the second one, and he looks creepy as hell. Um, but the reason he looks creepy is because the actor they got to play him was actually dying of cancer at the time, mm. so he looked like a human skeleton. Um, but he looked so amazing he was quite happy to do the part but in the third film either because he was too sick or he, or he died I can't remember he's not in the third one so they get some other actor to play him and they give him too much over the top makeup to try and make him look scary mm. and the real life guy was scarier than that one so basically out of the three Poltergeist films the, there's only one film where there's a decent Reverend Kane so he didn't make it for that reason Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre doesn't make it in my books only because of my rule about them have to be realistic, and he's 
too realistic. It was based on a true story. Was it? It wasn't. Not no. in kind, is he? That's how they sold the <laughs> film back close. in the day. They used to say it was based uh, on a true story. Really? No, it's, it. it's loosely based Tesco. on the stories of Akeen, but sorry, Keen Keen Guy, sorry. Keen Guy. But um, Tobe Hooper, who directed the film, said he had only heard about Akeen after he made the film, film. and it, it was actually based on stories his grandmother used to tell him. About Egin, but he didn't really know. Who so who's Egin? Poor Tobe. Yeah, Egin mm. uh, serial. He's not really a serial killer technically. Mass murder in the. I'll tell you later. He had nipple belts. Mm. He used to make body parts. Of, um, he used to grave rob, take the bodies, make body parts, and he killed about three people as well. Really? Yeah. Flesh. So technically not a serial killer. Oh, like mass proper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Well, no, no, Hannibal Lecter. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Th- things made of bones and flesh. He made nipple yeah. belts, hats. Lampshades, sofas, wow. not quite so. So even though Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favourite film of all time, the original, really? I was kind of like, would he survive? Would he be useful amongst my super team? No. Which I am building up to. I'm okay. it, so he doesn't make it. Um, and I think there was one other person you didn't make. Oh, the leprechaun. The leprechaun. Leprechaun. Now you would think, based on everything I've said, he would. Yeah. But there's another little chap. I'm throwing him in the Chucky territory. Uh, he's, okay. Yeah, and, I, and I, I dismissed Chucky. Yeah, I dismissed Chucky because I really like. I even I, I forget the actual the Chucky character has taken over the actual character who is a serial killer and voodoo yeah. connoisseur. Mm. We always forget that the reason that Chucky is Chucky Charles Lee is, Ray. Yeah. That's it because he is this horrendous person mm-hmm. who actually has supernatural powers. And in you know when he gets shot by police in a really mundane way, he's like fuck. And then he puts himself inside the body. And that's the best yeah. bit. You're like, who the fuck were you before you got to Chucky? You were somebody who was bad. So how do they make Bride Chucky? But you chose... Uh, money, money, we'll, money, money. We'll get, so, we'll get so derailed. So you chose Chucky. And why well, specifically? Okay. Well, I guess... Did you choose Chucky then? I chose Chucky over Leprechaun. Right. I, wanted, I, wanted, I was going to go with Leprechaun because he was so powerful. Because he can manipulate reality whenever mm. he wants. You, you ask him to grant a wish and he can just do it. But I didn't choose him because he was too similar to Chucky, and I really wanted Chucky, and I'll explain my reasons for Chucky. Okay, okay. my six. Shall I say them all at once? Just do them again. Go for yeah. them. No, no, no. Go, go through them. It's nice. It's nice okay. to hear your reasons why. Like I said, I tried to base mine on the idea of the Avengers, but then I didn't want to necessarily try and put a triangle into a square hole because some I can't just say this guy's going to be the Hulk, this guy's going to be Iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's say Avengers meets Justice League kind of thing. So my number. Okay. Yeah. Number one, we've already said Freddy. Mm-hmm. Freddy's on my list. Because he is basically my equivalent of Iron Man. In the sense of he's the biggest name, or at least arguably the biggest name mm. in his field. He has gadgets to, to speak of. But the main thing is he's really sort of like Iron Man. He's really charismatic, yeah. charismatic, but doesn't want to be the leader. I couldn't imagine in a super team him taking up the leader role. I can imagine him sort of almost been the leader but taking the piss out of the leader the whole time in the way that Iron Man does yeah, yeah. Okay. he's like the comedian of the Watchmen exactly he's the, yeah he's like the foil to that he's the Wolverine of the X-Men yeah mocking uh, Cyclops yeah second choice he's I mentioned dead. oh really he's Wolver- dead, yeah. Wolverine's dead Oh yeah, we saw that, but he's, he's been dead for years. There's so many what ifs and no, 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 no. But in the Marvel universe, they've actually killed. Oh, they yeah, killed him in the comics. Yeah, he's the they brought back, they brought back bloody Spider-Man. No, they are. They're bringing him back next year, seeing as they're doing Old Man Logan next year <laughs> again. Okay, so okay, I'll move on quick. Second choice, Pinhead. I'll say because yeah. you've already said Pinhead. Um, Pinhead, in terms of him doing nothing, 
can't, yeah, he does nothing, I suppose. But not as much nothing as Tall Man. But he's shown himself to be a leader, because he's leader of the Cedarbites, so he's got leadership skills. That's true. Okay? Mm-hmm. But he also has sort of superpowers as well. So to me, he is their Captain America, who naturally takes from the leadership. Okay, yeah. He would be the leader of Spooky Avengers. Okay? And he would, and also him and Freddy. I, Spooky Avengers. Him and Freddy are the only. We think about eighty slashes. A lot of them don't talk, but they're the two chattiest. Yeah. So I can imagine them two get two arguments in the way that Iron Man and Captain America do. Mm-hmm. So Kate, cool so far. Yeah, go for it. Um, Chucky, we've already mentioned. I wanted him to be. I can imagine him being a Rocket Raccoon kind of mm-hmm. character, little annoying chap who's fucking fierce in a fight. I can imagine him being Rocket Raccoon. And you just can't kill that bastard. Yeah, I yeah. really like... I think it's the second one where he starts to become human again and he cuts his arm off yeah. and he sticks a knife into his own flesh. What I really like about um, Chucky is that he is, despite the fact that he's sort of unkillable, he's also this horrible masochist. He's, he's disgusting and mm. horrible and he's willing to... He's willing to basically destroy his own body to do evil, Mm -hmm. like with every Mm -hmm. ounce of his soul, because that's what he is, he's a soul trapped in a grid. Mm -hmm. He'd do anything. It'd be like, he melted him, it'd just be like a rubber patch, just going... Is it the second one where they do, he gets melted, he gets in some machine or something. I think he he gets gets completely destroyed. And he gets like, there's like arms and limbs stuck to him and he's all freaky and... He gets like mashed up in a machine, doesn't he? And and that's where he's sort of becoming Flash as well. And And he he goes through this sort of painful process and he still continues to be like... He was a good choice, but I just skipped out on him again because I felt like Mm -hmm. in my my Spooky Avengers... I was trying to think in a, on a bigger realm, but Carrie, you still got a few more. To okay, sorry. Uh, so that's four. Chucky. Number four, still keeping the Avengers theme going. I needed somebody who would be the Hulk, just a big lumbering smash, smash, all invincible in a fight. That's obviously Jason Voorhees. Oh uh, yeah, no. I don't think I, need, I don't think I need to explain that much more. That's no, what no, Jason no. Voorhees is. That's what the Hulk I is. I always think the classic <laughs> when he's picking up, he picks up the sleeping bags yeah. with the girls in. They're having a sort of lesbotic scene, mm. and he just picks up the sleeping bag. Just hits them against the tree till they're dead. Yeah, right. Jason, like, yeah, Jason X. Yeah, and that's based on. Well, it's not based on, but it's a little reference to one of the earlier ones. Um, uh, I think it's part seven or something. He picks up someone in sleep bag and then just one bang on a tree, and you just hear the neck snap, and then they show her neck snap. So he's just like he's, he's not even just going to grab her head and neck and snap it. He has to so, go no, at it. You're just a sack of death. But throughout the film series, he's been shot, he's been blown up, and nothing happens to him. So he's basically just the Hulk. That's pretty simple. That one. Yeah. Um, so that's four um, I've got two left haven't I mm-hmm. fifth one the Candyman good Candyman uh, that's the black fella isn't mm. it that's the black fella yep the, the yeah because comics need a black guy as we've decided because there's so many isn't white he, guys so isn't, we need... he, uh, isn't he death in Final Fantasy I yes he is well he's kind of the spooky the guy who's like you need to do the yeah, yeah, I mean, in traditional horror films there's always an old man who's like you, you want to watch out for that graveyard he's that guy <laughs> is the same guy in Night of the Living Dead mm-hmm. um, and I never it was just like because he's in Candyman he's all covered in blood and he's like and he's more and bigger like, he's buff yeah, yeah he seems all shoot and the coat as well and then you're like oh you're you're like that dude who's yeah. like this like hey I'm like this just hero who shows up and is cool and and it's really weird seeing that his sort of main roles are like super cool awesome dude who helps everyone and mythological creature yeah. and the thing is Candyman films the sequels aren't that good but the first no. one is just 
awesome. And it's not even that I think he's like any superhero. I just think he's so awesome he deserves to be in there and doesn't really get as much credit as some of the other guys. Mm. Okay, and then finally, this is me breaking my own rule, I almost, almost cut Michael Myers out because he didn't conform to the rules. Mm. Mm. And then I thought... Hold on, he can't be killed, though, can he? He's been back, like, 40 times. Um, he is. Yeah. What storyline you follow human. on that? In the films, he's human. He's He can endure super, like, super endurance of pain. He's super mad. Like, super strong, superman. super intelligent. No, but he's it's some like, weird thing that he, he's got the mark of Kane. Well, they mentioned that in one of the later films, but yeah. fuck that film. Yeah, it's, uh, it's terrible, yeah. It's bullshit. I've only seen just that. the idea that someone is just like, you just like, are they dead? Let me get close and hear the heartbeat. The, the yeah. idea that he doesn't have superpowers, so you you know in the back of your mind you can potentially kill him, but he's just so like he's a badass. He's just a ba- that's his thing. He's just a badass. See now, I've only seen two. Yeah. I think I told you this and you were like whoever your friend would go mad I've seen yeah. the Rob Zombie Halloween because it's Rob Zombie he would go mad he hates that so much but go on and then I've seen H- I've seen a H- bit H- of H2O H- H- which is one of Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. isn't it yeah like, he but comes into like a, per, yeah. uh, like a public toilet and she's hiding or something mm-hmm. that's the only bit I remember as well like so the toilet scene yeah <laughs> that's the only bit I remember he like comes in because that mask terrifies me but the way I justified Michael Myers the Shatner mask terrifies you yeah, yeah. it's terrifying it's horrible it's brilliant that that's William Shatner, though, isn't it? Is it really? <laughs> it was, it was a They, they took a prosthetic from uh, a face casting of William Shatner for something for Star Trek, and they it was left on the lot, just this white mask. And they just, mask, and oh, they just, they just put, they put um, hair on it, and they, yeah, that was what the... Wow. Just, I never knew that. Yeah, just, just a mask, just a... Faceless mask. Yeah, just like, it's like a mask. And it, yeah, it's the mo- face mold of William Shatner. And the way I've justified Michael Myers to myself without contradicting my well, it, okay, it does contradict my rules. But I kind of thought, well, Michael Myers' thing. A lot of fans say I don't see this in the film. Do they all say the thing with Michael Myers is he's super intelligent? He's got like he's got like super. He's got what? this massive brain, and he can Wasn't figure stuff he out. Wasn't he going to a mental asylum? I thought when he was a kid, he's, he's just, just a nuts kid. Yeah, but every yeah, I don't know where fans get this from. Even Doctor Loomis comes up with all this clever. No, he's evil! He's evil! I'm like, what are you facing now? You're the worst child psychologist in the world. You've just had this kid, and I think you made him evil. Who played the original Loomis? Um, Donald Pleasance. Yeah, because yeah. it's um, Malcolm McDowell plays him. In the new one, yeah. yeah new which one. is a good choice, I think, but not a good film. But I thought, well, Lex Luthor's super intelligent, and he always takes on Superman. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he doesn't always win, but, you know, you can have that. Really, ever. And then, and then He's like the Hawkeye yeah. of your... And then, well, once I thought about Avengers. Superman, I then thought about Batman. I thought, Tom, your favourite superhero in the world is Batman, and he is notorious for not having superpowers, for being in the Justice League, and being like, I'm guessing, correct me if I'm wrong, the only one who doesn't have superpowers? Uh, currently, yes. So, he is my Batman, as you will. He's strong... He's silent. <laughs> He's a strong silent type. He's a strong silent Batman type who doesn't have superpowers but still gets to hang out with all the guys who do. Uh, doesn't, so that's have, well, doesn't have superpowers but doesn't have a magical item or machinery in his body that makes him. No, but he's just super badass. Yeah. You know, so, and, yeah. So that's, my, that's my six. Because he's Batman! <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Michael Myers. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Ruffling under the Shatler mask, just making it echo more. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's my six. Thank you for not destroying them. <laughs> yeah, they were good. They were good choices. I know a lot of them. Are, I know you're saying some some are obvious. And you I think because we've got in... two, uh, two. It's two real where Freddy and Pinhead are kind of cemented in a little bit. The They're going to be stuck the in them. The thing the, 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 I wanted to choose them, and and Freddy was straight up there in my list, but um, I I, I forgo those choices because I wanted to 
think of characters that would be one interesting for you to check in your watch. It's time for Betty Buys, Stu. No, I always check my watch. Um, <laughs> I wanted to choose it's characters nice that watch. would be useful, would be entertaining to listen. You'd be like, yes, good mm-hmm. choice. And that you could utilise in many different scenarios. So, um, a nice easy one here, The Thing. Ah, the Thing, yeah. because he, he's uh, biological. So any anything that isn't a robot can be adapted and affected by the thing he can hide. Or he, I don't know if the thing's a she. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but if you were to put the thing into um, high population, that's it. Like, mm. eternal spy. It's a creature that can sort of adapt and change and take on any physiology and utilise it. So it's just like, straight away, chemical warfare was in there. It's like, right, I need something that can infiltrate and affect and destroy. And the thing is one of those things where, you know, in the frozen wastes, actually not very effective. Mm -hmm. In the desert, probably lethal. So something that was just like, unstoppable evil that could destroy anything at will. Uh, you need to kill a president? No problem. Looks like the president. They're in the mirror. Not a mirror. It's just some clear specs. Out of the way. Yeah. Um, so it's you know the thing was just like straight away boom that's deadly and that can destroy things quickly and hide um I've got to think about these goes of the gozarian from Ghostbusters that's very good everyone always forgets that Goza is the stay puffed because mm-hmm. they think they're separate yeah um Zul is one of them uh, Vince Clawfo is the other but Goza shows up just as a beautiful woman. And the key master. And then asks them to decide their fate. And they're just like, oh no, can't think of anything. So good. It's Ray's stay puffed choice mm. that makes the creator the structure. Goza has destroyed many worlds. So when you want to choose, okay, you're just like, what, what are we going to release? Goza, we need Mars destroyed. <laughs> All right, cool. Hopefully they won't think of like some jelly in a plate. It's just like whatever they think but of even if they did, destructor. It would be an Even if you think of something nice. How did nice. the Ghostbusters actually destroy Goza with thermonuclear weapons <laughs> that they that they misfired in the hopes that it would destroy the universe? You know, well, not destroy the universe, but kill this creature. Goza is possibly one of the fluke killings of all of the sort of horror yeah, yeah. world. Good Halloween choice. Um, it's a, a god that can choose your own destruction, and the Ghostbusters fucking lucks out. Basically, you throw it to the extreme. Yeah, like like yeah. the biggest thing what's, you can imagine. What's good is both the thing and Goza. You've chosen like shapeshifters. Mm. Uh, well, <laughs> there's more. Um, <laughs> Let me so stop you the there. Thing, Goza. I, I originally chose Freddy, but I swapped out for the creatures from Attack Block. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Everyone else was going to choose, like, Freddy. Yeah. I knew it was an instant choice, but um, it was the missus was like, creatures from Attack Block? And I was like, you're, you're bang on. The, again, <laughs> Thanks a lot. biological warfare from afar. It's like, what, you're, you're the planet Xenon 6? Don't worry, I'll just throw a load of hairy, blackened creatures... You've got no natural light, you're dead. Get your torches. <laughs> um, great choice. Um, there's something that we almost forget. Like We love films of old, and they, they stick with us, but we forget some of like, the modern classics as well. Mm. Attack the Block's I never would have thought of Attack the Block. No, and I, I do love that film. And I love some, showing it to Americans, and, it's and then Joe having to Cornish. translate the... Yeah, Adam Joe and Cornish, Joe. Yeah, Joe, from yeah. Adam and Joe. So also, it's somebody that we should like, and he writes a really, really believable... South London script, you know, very much like Brixton, 
it feels yeah. people who come from like London that's a real film to them that's why I love that's showing it to talks. that's why I love showing it to Americans and having to explain the dialogue yeah. and also what, he does it really well that it, whole when it was released thing. in the States they actually came they actually came with a placard to explain the slang he's one of the few people that are actually patronising about his understanding well, of London youth very well. good at it because like I saw Cockneys vs Zombies expecting it to have wow. a similar thing I didn't like that was it. That never night. I didn't like it because it, it was, it was so too, cor- too corny. Where, yeah, um, too laboured. The point about, oh, it's London. It's filmed around here. There's um, there's a guy in the ship you might see him with the, like, the dreads, so he's usually in a suit. Don't say to him you don't like it, he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the zombie that gets stabbed in the head with a samurai sword, that was him. Well... well I just say I don't mind. I don't mind it, but I just I'm just happy because I'm like it's brick top fighting zombies. <laughs> what was I watching the other day? Sorry, to, um, no, sorry, I'll be very quick. I was watching um, uh, what was it? Zombies versus strippers. Zombies versus strippers. Yeah. It's Robert the British one. No, no, there's oh wait, it's a different one then. There's uh, no, there's there is one called just zombie strippers. It might be zombie strippers. It's there's an English one. It features um, Freddie himself. Yes, yeah, Robert England. But well, there's an English one that's like either zombies versus you know all these generic titles get swapped around. And I noticed uh, there's a scene shot in Surrey Street Market in Croydon, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oldest then, market yeah. in the world, that um, oldest market in England. Yeah, it's also it's, it's cool. also it's also where Mika filmed his video, "Big Girls, You're Beautiful." Yeah, <laughs> you see, it gets used in everything. Yeah. It's also, I love the fact there's what have it's got time bomb in the back of it at the moment. Um, the go compare. It's no, it's money supermarket. Money supermarket. Yeah, it's just got time bomb in the back. I'm waiting for Richie to come out holding a sales sign at one point. <laughs> that man's all about marketing. How many have you got you, left? You got. I got three more. Okay. Yes. The Alien Queen, the Xenomorph from Aliens. Yeah. And the reason, that, and the first thing that you'd say is like bit big, bit bulky, bit slow. The Alien Queen, you can put anywhere that you want because it's hermaphroditic, doesn't need sex, it's asexual, it lays eggs, has a hive mind, can grow drones, and we've all seen Alien, mm-hmm. and the, the point is is that all of the aliens, like en masse, can conquer planets. So you put the Alien Queen anywhere you want outside of somewhere you want to conquer, and then you've got an army of unstoppable creatures that are sort of, you know, armour-shelled, impenetrable, bleed-acid... Like, you can just be like, yeah, I want to take over Wandsworth. Just, like, put an alien queen ten miles out of the centre and eventually have an an army of aliens that is controlled by one hive mind, which obviously works for ants, expands outwards. The alien queen is, like, often considered to be, like, the lumpy bastard of the aliens, just, like, and squealing around. But one of those can create an army that you can use to do the bidding. As long as obviously like she's not bad yo, enough. Alien Queen. She's not bad in a fight either. Like exactly. When she breaks away she's and, pretty and tough. Takes, takes on what's her but face. It's not, it's not just her on her own. It's what she can do. It's like what she's capable of. She's an army of, of creatures. She's you know she she is like that's what they forget about aliens. Is like um, there's a long law behind them, but the idea is that one alien queen can spawn an infinite amount of like, and that's what I guess what Prometheus was. Supposed to be getting out, trying to hark back. But uh, trying to do it we, in such a way where it doesn't well, let's say not talk so about because there's so much loathing for it. But it's sort of, it's about sort of um, chemical warfare. I think I've got a sort of theme going on. Yeah. About, like if you're going to choose something, choose something that can destroy. Like not on a personal <laughs> you level. You just want to weigh the place. To, what, lay the place like, to waste. Actually, like. choose some sort of contradictory character. So um, fifth would be, hang on, Mark Thirteen from Hardware. I had to choose a robot. 
When you and say you had to, well, I felt like all of it is biological, and I was like, I need something that's like robotic. Terminate is an obvious choice. Mm. Too boring. If you've not seen Hardware, I've not. It's personally. an 80s film. It's a very simple film. It's based on a 2000 AD comic, oh, and okay. it's simply about a guy who finds a robot head in the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the future, like post-apocalyptic future. He finds a robot head in the desert. He comes back. He sells a load of junk, and he keeps the head for his girlfriend, who's an artist. And he gives it to her and she spray paints it and puts it as part of a sculpture. Now the robot is like um, a um, uh, self-healing biomechanic creature. So it uses components in her apartment to recreate itself, then locks her in. And so the whole film, very basic idea, but locks her in to the apartment and she's stuck in this apartment with the robot. And that's it, that's, that's the film. But this idea of something that just can't be destroyed, like you break it down into just its tiny pieces and then it rebuilds itself, like um, the ultimate assassin and something that can't be killed by organisms. Mm. It can't be poisoned, it can't be um, you know, burnt. It's something that just perpetuates forever, something that will carry on going even if it's destroyed. And then lastly, Krug, the only human out of my list. Krug from The Last House on the Left... Because he's charismatic enough, (laughs) he's charismatic enough to produce his own cult of followers: his brother, his handicapped son, his own girlfriend, and as a person on a personal level, you don't have to have, you don't have to be a god, and you don't have to be um, a biomechanical creature or even a robot. If you're just another human being who is capable of isolating and abusing people on a very personal level then that makes you the most lethal thing in that person's world. Because you're just in this, this tiny space with them that they can't escape and get out of. So, like, in my choices, I've, I've gone from, like, a really high level right down to the sort of micro level, whereas when you are kind of... You're in this wood mm-hmm. with a man with a knife and his influence, then that is your death, like, certain. There's no way you can escape it. So I wanted to go from, like, a, something that's terrifying and massive and huge... And something that is interpersonal and, and inescapable. And so that was my last choice. Like, I like to think I covered the bases. I think you have. Very, very, really very good. Oh. Very, very oh, that was like amongst good. Like, all the, like, something like Goza, you could imagine, like, say this was a comic. Should you want to be a bit like reading it? I don't know. Yeah, right, 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 okay. My list is terrible. You know Goza's going to win. But there's a little bit of, like, if, if Krug is in that gang as well. You, I would fear him more than Gozer because of yeah. that film. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you can you can be like, oh, Gozer ain't here. I'll go to sleep. And, oh no, I'm really into I'm really into comics. I'll be killed by comics. Um, <laughs> that's how I want to go. <laughs> I I love Freddy, but he's something that is more. He's something that is. He's our nightmare and our beloved. He's someone that you, if you died by, you'd be like, I've done all right. Died by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> died by Kruger. Yeah, died by Kruger. You have six people to choose. And you said yours was going to Oh, these are going to My first one's not even a person. It's the hand from Idle Hands. Nice. <laughs> it's a G, mate. That's, that's sort of like... Um, that's that's sort awesome. the hand from Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. But the hand, like, it can only be killed by that knife. That's it. That, that, the lady's got... One lady has got the knife. She's the only... She ain't giving it away. She ain't giving it away. <laughs> You've seen Idle Hands? Yeah. Everyone's seen Idle Hands. I love that film. What about like there's that a hand is awesome. It's possessed. It doesn't do nothing but kill. That's all it has to do. So 
you know, just stick a hand in. I got a good credit in a, in a box. The Offspring like in that film. Offspring in that film, yeah. Yeah, only the lead singer is it's the only lead singer of a band I know that's kept the same hair the whole of his career. Oh yeah, Dexter, like big blonde spikes. <laughs> no, he had dreads before. No, he had dreads he had before he started. Yeah. I've only had the blonde spikes. I've only ever seen him with blonde spikes. Dreads, yeah. yeah. Trying to keep that secret. Yeah, he famously, <laughs> first, he famously had long plaited dreads, and then four pretty five for a white guy hit when it was. Yeah, I've only, I've only really had some space about when he. I'm bringing the old shit. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't take this far. And, like you lot took it far too. Far. <laughs> only had I was day. like, I went, like, I went, yeah, the hit. I went shredder. Once he's been hit with the use, boom. <laughs> oh yeah, super shredder. Super shredder, like Fuck from yeah. the original eighties. Fucking not American shredder. No, no, no. I'd say, I'd say go with that. He's definitely. a G, mate. Like oh. you know, he. He's played by Goldberg in that bit. Mm. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Shredder, back in the habit. You'll know in fact, Whippy Goldberg played Shredder. Then I was, I, I, I don't know why I took him in and I put him out, right? The, the Megatron from Transformers. Right? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, why not? No one's actually taken anyone from cartoon history. Like, he's yeah. a bad man. Then I was like, Skeletor, he scares me, man. Skeletor from, yeah. like, he masters, the, masters like this, the universe. Yeah. Why is it that no one is ever concerned by the fact that Skeletor is the tonkest dude you'd ever seen? He's fucking blue. Yeah. He's got scaly feet. He's muscular. He's like yeah. got Arnold Schwarzenegger's physique. Then just a bare flesh skull that just. No, but the film one, he scares me. I always wanted to see in the cartoon because they you don't really see where skull meets body. No, because of the hood. I wanted to take that off so I can see how. Like, is it is it just a straight line? Like, just a bit of. Or does it kind of merge into like two? A, oh, this is hard to say in the like radio, a but blue yeah. bum hole yeah. with, a, with a skeletal neck sticking out. But as you say, yeah, that the film version, he is He's terrifying. Me. Apparently they came up with, they started coming up with the film version before the cartoon version yeah. was made. So they came up with a totally different skeleton from what we remember as kids. Yeah, yeah. You know? From that, the TV For more of Masters of the good. Universe, go to Croydon Radio, review to the album. Oh, I love that. The Masters of the Universe, show, Bob. Thank you very much. For I've, got the, I've got the VHS still with him on the front. I, I know, because you, yeah. you and your mate, when you talk about it, you do wax really lyrically, and it's really good to yeah, listen to. Yeah, that was a fun show. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun, yeah. Uh, no, Skeletor was awesome as a choice. That's four. Mm-hmm. Um... See, that's where it gets hard now. Like, the tweenies. No, no. <laughs> the other I thought, like, what about the Emperor from Star Wars? Like, of course. He's a G, man. Like, he just... He's fucking electric from his You're hands. You're more villains than horror. But They're all villains. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard. I mean, like, I chose, um, I chose Goza specifically because yeah. I just consider them to be someone who is, like, steeped in... 30th anniversary currently. Of yeah, no, that's why I'm wearing this. Yeah. Oh, mate. Slime's got to go on there. He's a... Oh, is he a, he's not a villain, is he? He's a mascot. He's a mascot. Mm. Um, I don't know. Especially in the second one where he literally just lives but in the fight. He's not good in a fight. He's fighting because he's eating and just driving a bus and he's not good in a fight. He's not good in a fight. He's not a bus driver. He's a bad in a fight. I'm not going to go bus driver. It's like having like fucking the guys from Biodome or like Dude Where's My Car. Holy sure. Just like, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what Slimer was before he died because if he's a ghost, it's a thing with Slimer. Is he a ghost? A yeah, ghost? ghost? Yeah, or is he like so. a no, he's not he's a ghost. No, no, he's not a ghost. He's just not like, a ghost. What do you mean? He's he's not he's not a ghost. As in, like, because if he was a ghost, that means he would be the ghost of a man who died. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they catch the runner, don't they? The guy he's reading the paper yeah. and he runs past, he's boom, and then all the people coming after. The, he's a spirit. I he's, yeah, he's not a ghost. He's an actual like spirit, like as in. 
like he's a ghost, ghost kind of right? Way. As in, like, Except a nice one. As in a ghost, and he gets busted, but he's not. Because <laughs> busting makes you feel good. good. Yeah, that's what it does on the tin. But he's not a ghost of a person, like as in a, a reincarnation. He's a creature from a spectral realm. Yeah, he's a spectre, a me or whatever it is. You know the Ghostbusters lyrics? They say something about like you know, you know. I ain't going to call for this, this, this. And one of the things they say is UFOs, isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't call the Ghostbusters for UFOs. In, in, in the advert, <laughs> are you being... In the advert... <laughs> nuclear weapons. Oh, fair enough. And you're like shopping a saucer in New York. But in the TV advert, they say that. Are you being, are you being um, like troubled by spooks, UFOs, bangs and like That's what they say, yeah. yeah. So They actually don't really touch on that very no, much. They? No. They're sort of going... Any weird shit? Anything that's weird? If, money, yeah. if you hear footsteps outside, you don't know who it is. Better yeah. give us a call. I'll give you a go. Okay, my last one. If then. you found any porn in a bush, <laughs> give, <me> a <laughs> give us a call. I'm gonna stay with the Ghostbusters and uh, the dude who comes out of the painting. Um, uh, oh, um, I've on the whatever. The Impaler. Uh, the Impaler. Oh yes, I know what you mean. But oh, um, Eagle. I mean, the Impaler. Yeah. I mean, takes another. It takes a while to get going. He has to build up some. He's like, awesome. You know some. But that, that painting scared me when I was younger. That painting was scary, and I tell you what, you know what? Following, Gozer, androgynous... following Gozer as a villain is pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. That is like, you know, Batman turning up after Superman. It's yeah. kind of like, I wish I'd come first, because this is the destroyer god, and I'm just a haunted painting. But even though he was just a haunted painting, you, you, you are aware that, that really in comics, Superman came first and then Batman. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean? I'm just saying that it's kind of like. You know, like it's a tough act to follow. It's like that film, you know, like uh, Mystery Man. What's that film? Mystery Man. Mystery Man. The thing that really actually genuinely scared me about Ghostbusters 2 was just the ghost nanny and then the long That's arms. hideous. Taking the kid. And it's just yeah, like. Yeah, the nanny's the fucking. It's the guy, guy from the museum. Yeah, but the, the, the part he about it... He tricks me out as well. The part about it... It's child! It's just child! A child! A child! sort of space and just seeing a creature fly out of the sky and reach down and take away your child. That vision is... I've, I've been drinking in Croydon. You know, right, you know, at the end, when... Vigo, 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 when he temporarily Comes possesses Dan Aykroyd yeah. for like about three seconds, yeah. but it's not like a straightforward possession. It's like he kind of his face merges with his, it's and horrible. it's something weird. That's terrifying. And then they don't do anything with it. They just go, "Here's something fucked up," and then they square him with their special guns. Special. Now they've got new guns now. And then that goes, but I was like, I was like, what the fuck was that? That was terrifying. They never <laughs> released that as a water gun, as far as I know. No, they did release that. They did. Oh, they did do it as a water gun. They released that as it was uh, another part. Yeah, but, the, but the, no, he's a good, good. Yeah, choice. there you go. He's mm. my, that's my choice. All right. All right. So we got to convince. I don't know. Just we can agree that all of our lists have merit, or we can combine it into a no. Let's just let's just merit. I mean, I'd love to sort of throw them together as some sort of weird as fuck super force. <laughs> like, if you were gonna, I mean, like that's we we will reunite this day in a year's time when we have combined our basically, teams. Basically, I was hoping someone would turn around to me and go, "Those are ridiculous." Like, what are you gonna do with an alien queen of black? Oh, well, you, but you said you, you're going to pop them outside Wandsworth. Did you have a bad time in Wandsworth? I had to consider. No, I mean uh, it's random. I uh, had to consider what it was that I wanted my team to do, which is ultimately, you want someone to be able to just like destroy, like that's at the evil that is inside <laughs> these. It's like see what it is that they can do, and that's where I went for like it's like Chucky. What's he going to do? But on a battlefield, <laughs> little rubber toys like no, that's not going to work. 
I need something bigger than that. But within know? my context, like I was saying, I did it based just on I want I want someone to be Rocket Raccoon. I want someone to be. It's not I was just, I was just <laughs> like personality <laughs> types fit these boxes. Okay. Like every, it seems to me like everyone had their own idea of what their team yeah, is, yeah. their objective is. So <laughs> so everyone everyone wins. It's like I, We're I imagine we're gonna it's have to rap a little world. bit. Unfortunately, oh, sorry. no, no, no. Yeah, I just want to touch on one last thing, right? So with the horror movies, why do you like watching a horror movie? Because they, uh, they take me away and they make me feel sort of like um, vulnerable for a moment in time. And they, see, they, the they vulnerable. instill these kind of see, the primeval fears in me that this I This is why I don't watch horror movies. Because Hostel could happen, right? Yeah. Saw is very far-fetched. Saw could happen, right? Paranormal activity, I don't believe in ghosts. But fuck me, I watched that movie and I was like, this is a pile of shit. That night... I'm putting the nightlight on. Every fucking noise, I was like... What's going on? What is that? Like, it proper plays on my mind. But the reason I don't like horror movies and I don't watch them, the ones like Freddy and all that, they don't interest me because I don't like getting scared. I don't... They scare me. Like, I'm a, I'm a grown man, <laughs> right? And yet, Freddy Krueger, still now to this day, he scares me. The sore ones I've watched later on because... They're, they're a bit more comical. They're like comical gore to me now. They're so over the top. But the hostile one... The first hostel, that really gave me like the, like the willy, like the willies. Like, you know, because <laughs> in, in the fucking, in bumfuck fucking Russia, like, which is massive fucking, you don't know that's not happening right now. It probably yeah. is. Like, Unfortunately, the world we live in, it, it probably is. is, you know. With horror, what I would say is it's almost like a cinema in itself. So there are, it's not like all horror films are scary. Yeah, there's not. so many if you want, If you want like comedy horror, you can watch Evil Dead or Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. If you want fucked up, you know, Human Centipede or a Serbian film, you've got that. Oh, if you want intellectual horror, there's that there as well. I like the scope of it. And what I like is you could go watch an intellectual film that isn't a horror, but horror kind of has this license to go that one step further into your mind and be mm. that one bit darker than what you are comfortable with. And maybe you need to face that once in a while. Really, though? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> Why? Because it's human to do so. Because when we were, when we were like, humans... That were living beyond bricks and mortar under firelight. We were scared of things, and, and we have to be reminded of that occasionally because it's part of our makeup. It's part of what we are. What's it? We're frightened. You've got to remember things. the primal fear, basically. No. Yeah. I what I like about <laughs> look at Stu. No, I don't. No, I don't. I live in a world primal now where I don't. I don't I, have to live by firelight. And like, okay. as a horror fan, one question I hate is when I see a horror film and someone says, "Was it scary?" As if that's the point in horror. It either is scary and it's good or it's not scary and it's shit. To me, it's more like it gives you the willies. Or, or it's, and, and the really good horror films are the ones where you, you don't know what it is. It's not like, oh, he got stabbed and blood fell out and yeah. that was gory. And that's why it's scary. It's more like, I don't know what's going on in the ring, but there's something going on at a subconscious level. It's really See, I've never watched the ring. I would like to know what's going on in my own Watch head. That's cool. You, learn a, you learn, a little, learn a little about yourself watching horror films. What makes you tick? What gives you fears? And that's what, like, that's what really it means to be human. I fear is human, something yeah. that isn't really bloodthirsty and gory. It is something that taps into this idea that something outside of the realm that you control affects you, and it's something you don't understand. In the ring, it's technology in a very sort of weird, archaic, and almost now an outdated technology, but recorded way. Mm. Something is the ring the video just, when you watch the video. Yeah, it's an, it's an energy that you can't quite measure that affects and empowers and scares you. 
And that's what it's like to be like a Cro-Magnon man under lightning. Is something that is terrifying and weird and you don't understand the power of. That's really scary. Like whether it be human or demonic or godlike or mm. spectral. It's to be out of control. It's to be weak amongst a power you say that's out beyond of control. I ride a roller coaster because I'm out of control when I ride a roller coaster. But find this nature. But in your, your mind, you still have a seatbelt on. Yeah, I've got a seatbelt. Imagine that if you like, if you're seat belt on. Imagine the seat. If I was in roller coaster, no seatbelt. Oh, I'd shit yeah. my pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All like the seatbelt just went put the wheel, and that's it. And you just watch the nut and bolt, and it goes under the fucking wheels, and then just gets squashed into a penny. That would be terrifying <laughs> to you. That would right. be... When I was younger, the horror films I liked were just a mixture of gore, like lots of gore. See, I wasn't when, allowed to watch them. When you were a kid, it's kind of like a one up and chip with your mate. Oh, like, I sat through this film, and it, yeah. and I, or, or the comedy ones, like Evil Dead and Nightmare on Elm Street, because they're comedies. But the older I get, the more I, I don't like that kind. Not that I don't like it, but I kind of feel that spookier ones, ones where you... Again, you don't know why you're scared, or that have a supernatural element where you go, that could never happen in the real life. In the real life. In the real, real life. life. In real life. Um, in real life. Of but they're more scary. Like someone, to give the examples that we've used, Pinhead to me would be more scary than um, Leatherface because I could just shoot Leatherface in the, in the face. In his leathery face. In the Whereas something, as you say... Leather armour? Yeah. It's got nothing on the gun. Not, not being in control is a big thing and then not being in control and then being faced with something. Again... All horror films are really are representations of psychological oh, yeah. problems or fears, and then being out of control of that, and then that being in control of you, and then well, it's, it's, dealing it's, with the, that. The Texas know. Chainsaw Massacre is about being just like a young naive girl on holiday in the middle of a you nowhere. You've got a gun, Leatherface ain't so scary. And to get supernatural yeah. horror is scary because a gun can be bounced off. It's yeah, it's yeah. about an escalation of power, like. Am I in control? And in all of the films that we watch, Freddy's scary because we can't control the dream. Mm. You know, it's like uh, Pinhead's scary because we can't control our desires and lusts in his world. It's all about being out of control, and that's what makes them scary, and that's why we choose... These are these are creatures and monsters that we choose because they put people in a, an area, in a world where they can't control... That's why they're so dangerous and scary. And just very briefly, in terms of like the effectiveness of horror films, you take Texas Chainsaw Massacre as an example, which everyone says is known for being gory, you know, chainsaws and there's no actually visible gore. They, they, in your head. they try, yeah, they try. The British, the, the BBFC, tried to like censor it like they do because they were like it's too effective, it's too disturbing, um, and they couldn't edit anything out because, as you say, Carl, there's nothing in there. There's nothing in it. Even the famous me hook thing, you don't see it. It's, it's, it's like it's like in uh, Psycho with the it's knives being stabbed. You don't see a knife going. You don't see a um, person being put on the meat really? hook. Okay. It's all very well crafted. To just see, the best horror movie, movie yeah, head, even the bit where up, never, even Actually, where Level Face goes crazy at a guy. And then I know it's uh, a small point, but it's something to touch on. There is a, a film that you've all seen, I know you've seen it, um, that famously makes use of that technique, and it is uh, the Dark Knight. Well, Batman. No, I think <laughs> I, I was thinking you mean Batman. You yeah, no, Batman. no, no, no. Oh, but okay. it's, it's um, which the second, which was the second one in the Nolan film. The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dark Knight Rises. No, um, the third one. That's third, yeah. Uh, the Joker shoots someone in the face with a shotgun mm. in the film, and it's when someone knocks on the truck. Yeah, and he just leans out and 
just shoots them in the face. You don't see it. No. But you know what's happened. Yeah. And the film has got a really low rating. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But that's a classic example of like that. It's also the, the a lot the reason he's got a slightly higher rating and it is the only real violence you see in the movies where he slams the guy's head into the pentagon. Oh, yeah, that's see it. hideous. Yes. And also he breaks a pool cue in half yeah. and says one of you's essentially going to kill each other. Gotta kill each other. And so that implied violence is actually in a, a PG-13 film. Mm-hmm. But it's like a classic example of like something as old as I was. I mean, I was just born. It's pretty perspective. You get one fucking at twelve. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's interesting how that that um, that sort of style is still used today. And we kind of accept it these days. But I remember watching that film and just going, "Fuck, that's brutal." And I remember mm-hmm. that particular scene. It's brutal, but that every dead. single one of the examples from Psycho to, to Batman. The, the violence, the horror is in your head. Yeah, so you don't see it. That's you who's come up with that. And so that's kind of another reason why you feel a little bit shaken sometimes it's interesting when you watch because I'm films. sure if you're a kid watching that, you just go, oh, he killed that man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, no, that's pretty bad. But in your mind, you're going, Whoa. Well, before we wrap, yeah, yeah. we have to give a nod, I think, to the, the best horror movie of all time, which has horror in the name, which mm-hmm. is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's literally the best horror movie of all time. Do you know what? And on that note, we cue the music. <laughs> literally, that's the best horror movie of all time, is it not? I had never seen it, and when I watched it, I went, "This has got no horror." I've seen it. I've seen it live, and I've been to sing alongs. I own it, and I do really enjoy the horror. It's a homage to horror. Actually, it's more of a homage to sci-fi. Yeah, listen to that opening song. They're just name-checking all these '50s sci-fi movies. Even it's more of a love of that kitschy. Day of the Triffids, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I say Triffids, is yeah. it? I'd never seen it until I met Becca, and she went, oh, you'll love this film. And I watched it, I went, what the yeah. fuck? Are you Finally, doing? I can wear <laughs> my fishnets. My of shit. <laughs> right, but then I found myself humming the songs. I was watching it the next day, I was like, I'm going to watch that again, because that is a fucking brilliant movie. So. Do you know in the original stage production, uh, Meatloaf played both Eddie and Dr. Scott to prove they were related? Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, really? fantastic. But the only pro- objection he had with it originally was that he didn't want to, or when it was filmed, he didn't want to play Dr. Scott, mainly because it was a bit more difficult for him. Mm-hmm. That, and he didn't want to be filmed wearing fishnets. No. I, um, That's the only thing he, he, he in, even in the dance number, he's like that with yeah, yeah. silk gloves on on yeah. stage. He was never actually wore fishing. But that's the funniest bit where he takes yeah. his yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. He's kicking his legs about. That's brilliant. <laughs> I um, have had a really good time. Shall we? We're going to wrap oh, up. I have, to, I have to have a piss. Oh. Um, <laughs> miss, um, miss, do you have any gigs coming up? Anything you want to promote or? Um, no. No. <laughs> no, fair enough. I literally, I've got a free schedule. Um, I, I, I'm sure that I probably should promote something, but nah. I no. just had a really good time. Uh, Tom, have you got any, what's the next review? Um, well, funnily enough, we're talking about Ghostbusters and the 30th anniversary. Yeah. Next show, we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters mm-hmm. because of the 30th anniversary. They've just done the screening on the 20th. Is today 28th? Today, today, today. Today. So, hence, you show. wear the shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not just at the Prince Charles. Oh, no, yeah, it's all the same as you, isn't it? Yeah. You cinemas yeah. are doing it. Which is weird, because technically the anniversary was early this year. It was early. Or if you do the UK screening, I don't think that's till December. But we'll yeah. forget about that. I'm going to do a Ghostbusters show next. Um, you do? One of my regular guests. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm trying to save Ghostbusters 2, though, because that's going to be on my Christmas show as a... My list of non-Christmas Christmas movies. Oh, that's a problem. I don't think we can discuss Ghostbusters no. without just oh, particularly comparing Goza to the painting. Oh. I think you know. Ghostbusters, literally my favourite movie. Of all right, then. Um, um, I've got one thing so to plug. 
there is a gig at the racehorse this weekend, uh, Chameleon and Lewis Suarez. Yes, alright. So he is doing some acoustic stuff. Yeah, hit on down. Uh, could I just quickly say, sorry, the show's on the 3rd of November on uh, Croydon Radio, Reviews No Rim, 7 o'clock t- to late. There yeah. you go. Um, I've been co-ordered. Stuart Powell. Tom Sinecook. And yeah. my TV's in the toilet. Catch you next week. It's not Happy Halloween. Halloween.